Hey, y'all, this is John Quell Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, this is your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option, our week five lines where we bring to you our top picks. We try to make you some money, try to make us some money. But before we get any in, before we get into any of that, we have to remind you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from this league in the 21st century for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. We should all be conflicted about how much we love to follow this stuff, make money off of it, lose money off of it. But we do. Here we are. John is back in the country, by the way. And as you heard me and Dakari mention on the week four recap pod, John fled the Bahamas once Tua got hurt. Uh, he was just out of here because he couldn't Gone. be a part of any of that. He was just like, you know what? That's it. Catching the red eye. I'm out. Let me tell you, that was like the worst flight <laughs> to ever catch. Because it's just like, I'm just thinking, thinking that I land. Finally get, you know, there was no Wi-Fi on the plane. None. Like, no, not even like the free 20 minutes. Your second flight like that in, yeah. like the, in the last couple of weeks, which is crazy. But no, the crazy thing is I had the same plane to go to San Francisco because I went to Phoenix. So it's literally, oh, we have no ends. Like, no. Why does this keep happening to you? I don't know. And I, all I know is I message and I'm like, what happened? It's the worst. Like literally, like I just thought people died. And I mean, that's, that's how I took it. I mean, the way everyone reacted once they saw it to his fingers People may have legitimately thought that he died. Gang signs. Like, seriously, it was... You know what it was, dog? I, we have not been this hopeful since... I honestly don't even Ever. remember the last time Marino. we've been this, we've Marino. Been this hopeful. Yeah, seriously. Marino. seriously. And I'm talking about Marino 1995 or something. When there was a legitimate shot that we could win the yeah. division. The last time we were probably this hopeful was 1994. Pete Stajanovic missing yes. the kick in the divisional championship game against the Chargers. Like, that's, that was how bad, that's how bad it was, right? And so to see all of that just... Crumbled down and crumbled run. and be crushed because at this point you got to realize we don't know how bad it is and dolphin safe space is freaking all the way out. My thing is this: he got WWE DDT. Yeah, you won su- su- reverse suplex, whatever you want to call it. That's what it was. Ain't no coming back from that one. Like the other one, sure he hit he had little whiplash, whatever. Cool, that's what they say. But this one, hundred percent. You can't even deny what happened. But the problem I have, too, is, is it me? But does it just seem like teams are trying to just hurt him? That's a a part of it. A part of it feels like that. Like that's it, scared? It's starting, it's starting to feel like that. And But I know a part of it also is that, but too, is small. No, he isn't that big pause. But it comes to something where there's either two things that are going to have to happen. Two got to put on some more strength. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to have to learn how to just eat it. Like, he's going to have to learn. No, he got to learn to get rid of that shit. No, but not just get rid of it. He got to learn, instead of trying to get that extra play out, yeah. just go down. Just go down. Take the sack. Don't get thrown around like a puppet. Just go down. And you see how much we missed Tua, though? <sighs> Bruh. I, and to me, the, to me, the rest of that game is a formality. Like, the Dolphins were in it to a point when Teddy came in. And Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Because, like, the Bengals, I'm sorry, you guys ain't that good. No, right? they're not. Let, let's just put it out there. 
the Dolphins lost, but that interception was the dumbest throw. Like the dumbest throw you could have made of that. You were just killing. You could have just gone down low, down low, five yards, keep going, keep going, and they, you know, but that defense wasn't stopping anything. No, our de- our defense wasn't stopping. We anything. wasn't any good and, that day, so we lost. We ain't like Buffalo fans, but we're. No, oh, we, well, we lost. I don't we care lost. about the fact that Xavier Howard was hurt. I don't care about the fact we that... Yeah, we, we just lost. So uh, T. Higgins took advantage of our secondary. Oh, yeah, no. Cincinnati's coaching staff and everything, they did what they had to do. They but, saw what to take advantage of, what to mismatch, and guess what? They did exactly... all You know what they did? Way. They did exactly what me and you said was going to happen the week before. We was like, if they play that kind of press coverage, and play zero coverage, and leave them corners one-on-one, at some point, Jamar Chase or T. Higgins about to get them, and that's legit where the game was won. Yeah. Like, that's what happened, but it is what it is. I wanted to ask you, before we even get into any of this stuff, what do you think about... The Twitter doctors all week since Man, they all need to shut up. The fake outrage from coaches. All of them need to shut up because every single coach, if they had an independent neurologist saying you can go play, they all play in their quarterback. So they all need to shut up. Twitter people, shut up. They had, like, like I said, the Dolphins have someone that has nothing to do with the Dolphins whatsoever. Nothing. If he said he was good to go, then he was good to go. Like, Stop this whole, oh, well, you know, we could see he had a concussion. Seeing it and knowing it are two different things. They're, they're different. We should get Myron on the show because everyone got Myron, but we should get him. And I know Myron's going to say he should have been, he should have sat out because it's, it's just caution, right? But the competitive thing is, if that is your team and he came back and beat the Buffalo Bills or whatever good team that they played, no one, no one's going to be mad that he came back. It just happened that he got flung like a, Little doll in the next game, and he hit, he knock him out. That one, yes, he knocked out. But everyone's like, he's had two concussions in the lap. Look, so did T Higgins. Yeah, like it <laughs> happened. Troy Aikman had seventeen concussions, right? And he's in the Hall of Fame. Joe Burrow literally said on I forget whose podcast he was on. Um, I wish I could credit it properly, but Joe Burrow literally said on a podcast I I was reading about it just two days ago about how you know what. This is a part of the game because the way the players are speaking about it is completely different than the way <laughs> social media is carrying this. My, my and the thing way is some of these coaches are social media and coaches and because coaches have to look out for themselves. Right. Oh, I'm the good person. But social media, everyone has an opinion. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It absolutely doesn't matter because these players are they've been training their whole lives to play football. Right. If what was it, um, Terrell uh, Owens playing a broken leg? Yep. Yep. Like, I understand it's a head thing, but you don't think playing on a broken leg's just as bad as playing like? And yes, I know a concussion thing. It's a whole you know new world or whatever. But if you play in a broken leg, you have a chance to burst the artery and lose your leg. And this is the thing. Like, we're not even and uh, people push back on this. We're not diminishing concussions. It's not about the Dolphins being good or any of that stuff because I've even seen people say that kind of thing, like Dolphin fans are just reacting this way and they're willing to endanger Tua because they think the team is good. I don't know if these people realize that football is a dangerous game and this is like How a many? part of the trade-off. I just, saw, I just hated to see like Bill Belichick saying he's never seen anything like that and he wouldn't do it. When you had Rob Gronkowski basically, we know Rob Gronkowski's brain is mush yeah. at this point. He's admitted to playing with concussions. He's admitted to blocking out. 
Bill Belichick trying to say that. No. John Harbaugh trying to say that he never put a player in the game if he thought he had a concussion. That is garbage. All of them have done it. All like it, it like you say, it's a part of the game. But how about we do this then? If y'all so concerned about concussions, right? Why don't we take every offensive lineman and defensive lineman and linebacker and per se running back after every possession to give them a concussion test? Because you know how many of them talk about them getting hit in the head, but no one sees it because they just think it's like that one inch punch. And no, that takes a beating to them as well. So, like, yeah, if it was me and I'm playing and I'm not even a professional, I've hit my head before and I've still played. Yeah, I've like I've played and got a concussion before. Yeah, I know that. It's just like you just do it because it's just a competitor in you. We had no doctors now. If a doctor came and said we couldn't play, then we couldn't play. And the fallout, the fallout on this did come down to the independent uh, neurologist expert because that's who got fired. Yeah, that's who. It, that's who but it comes down. My to. thing is this: Do you think he got fired just based on this public reaction, back, public backlash, as yes, opposed 100%, to one hundred percent? And I think so too. And I, and I'll say this: I travel with a lot of teams. I do stuff with a lot of teams, and yes, head injury is serious. But doctors, I don't think, are going to go on the limb and say, oh, no, you can play because that's your career. That's your livelihood. Like, the the, the whole thing is, it's this doctor said it was fine. He did all the... T- like, people have hit their head before, done the concussion test, and come back. You know what it is? It's the goddamn media who hate Tua. That's all it is. This is, like... Justin Herbert could get knocked in the head 17 times and he could come back and they'll be like, oh, what a competitor. What are this? What? The, the narrative of Tua just, it needs to calm down. What if it was his back for true? That's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. But I had someone saying, have you ever hurt your back? Yeah. And, I was walking like could that you a walk? few weeks ago. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this whole thing of, oh, that was his head. You see how woozy he was? It's just like, boy. If you get a cramp, look at LeBron. LeBron got cramps and couldn't even walk. Look at Paul Pierce. Had to shit and couldn't walk. <laughs> look at DK Metcalf. Had yes, to, had to, I had to get carded <laughs> off. Get carded so off to y'all, need to, y'all need to calm down about thinking that everything is concussion. And I just don't know, like, I don't know. Maybe it's the person that listens to true crime podcasts all the time or like likes detective shows and me but i always think like what's the motive right like what does this independent doctor gain by clearing to it if he does have a concussion because like you just said you risk everything you risk your job you risk your license you risk your reputation to get another job all for what though all for what? Is it like the conspiracy theories is it the dolphins paying him off and if that's the case Tua coming back into a week three game against Buffalo. Is that more important than like, because I watched Patrick Mahomes had to come out a playoff game. Yeah. And Chad Henney had to finish that game for the Chiefs. That's the that's the NFL's best player or one of his mm-hmm. best players. Top tier quarterback. Top tier quarterback in a playoff situation had to leave a game. And you mean to tell me they think it's more important for Tua to stay in a random game in, in late September? But he was taken out. You got Let's remember, guys. He was taken out and then came back. So it's not like he was taken. Look, did Mahomes come back in that game? Did he play? No, Chad and he finished it. So, and it was a question of whether he was gonna play. Uh, but look, in the following uh, round this week is like he's out because of concussion now. And 
that's the blowback of isn't a certain amount of days like because it was a Thursday and game. Now pe- because of the public, I don't I don't know when he's I going really to hope come. Anyone back. who hits their head, <laughs> like we're gonna start taking notes and seeing who else hits their head. And what the procedure is, and how many tweets they get, and what the social media presence is. Remember what Because this engagement to, rate is crazy. Remember what happened to Kaizen at, uh, at the Home Run Derby? Mm-hmm. Definitely had a concussion. Yeah. You burst in the freaking <laughs> head with a baseball going 3,000 miles an hour. Who hit that one? That was James. Yeah. Boy, that's a... <laughs> you know... <laughs> and all he got was a bunch of free bots, and he got to stay in the game. Yeah. I mean, it's a part of it, right? Anyway... <laughs> uh, let's recap week four quickly. I think uh, both me and John went three and two. We got undone by the Ravens and the Dolphins. Wait, the Ravens good at blowing leads. Great at blowing leads. And it's, it's and you know what the crazy thing is though, it's like so Buffalo fans this week. Oh, we won, we won. It's like y'all realize the Dolphins came back from. We ain't worried about them. I, I hate them though. Yeah. Let's move on to week five. They go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose subconsciously. Oh, speaking of the ones we lost, we got a perfect one. We got a perfect one today. As you know, with it, it's gambling, so we got to talk numbers. Get out your dream books. These numbers are important. Dying on this day, as we record this on October 7th, Edgar Allan Poe mm. <laughs> died at age 40 in 1849. 40? Yeah. That was probably like the 90s, though. I mean, you, you know what it you was. You know he lived a good life. Yeah. How much like, drugs do you think he did? All of them. Yeah. What was big at that time? Like Everything. Probably, probably heroin, I think. We don't know. Yeah, it's probably big at that time. But they didn't was, have social media, so we couldn't tell. Yeah, he was a reclusive, weird guy who just wrote a lot of shit. And then one day, a football team would be named after him. But I just thought it was so relevant that it was the day he died. Because I know we was going to talk about the Ravens not holding leads. And apparently, Ed Allan Poe couldn't hold a lead on life. Boom, boom, it's a good joke. Yeah, fantastic. From the ones we gained, born on this day, um, I always think of Mookie Betts when I think of Boston letting go great legends. So it's Mookie Betts and like Tom Brady, right? But Mookie Betts just turned twenty nine today, and it's crazy that the Red Sox let him go. That's it. Yeah, Mookie Betts is only twenty nine. He's that's, got like ten more years, and in- that's insane. Dodgers got like 10 years of Mookie Betts. And also Tony Braxton, just because she's fine. And she's 54. It's a fine 54. I know. All right. You can't be upset with that. So our week five slate. And I kept saying to myself, this is the, I'm telling you now, this is going to be the one week that we're going to stay away from a Dolphin game. Not picking a Dolphin game because Tui ain't playing. So there's that. Also, not picking a Patriots game because Cardo let his job get in the way of real work. So we ain't talking mm. about we ain't talking about them either. But I want to go to a surprising line that I thought for our first game: the LA Chargers on the road playing the Cleveland Browns. Chargers favored by two and a half. I don't know. I thought I don't know either. I thought I thought it would be a bigger line for that. Like I know the Browns are home, but. Jacoby Brissett is getting some respect. He's he's played well. He looks like he's more mobile this year than he, he lost was weight. last year. He definitely lost weight. Like he, you could see that last year he went into the season thinking, I just a backup boy. Yeah. That's it. I just a backup. And not like a Fitzpatrick kind of yeah, backup. I just gotta I, I gotta come in for spot duty. He didn't know I had to play seven weeks. But But um 
to me, I think a whole lot of people thought the Browns were just going to be done once because you knew Watson was going to get a big time suspension, right? And the Lions earlier in the year were like, the Browns were underdogs by almost a touchdown every week because you just thought Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett was going to be shitty. But they have a running game now. They have a great running game. Like and Nick Chubb is probably best running back in the league because Derrick Henry still doesn't look like Derrick Henry. Nick Chubb, yeah, I mean, hit the over on him but every time. This just goes to show like how short a running back career is because you look at Derrick Henry, who is supposed to be the greatest running back specimen, and now look at what's happening with him. Yeah, I mean, you there's lim- there's limited tread on those tires, mm-hmm. and when you use up, that's why a lot of them now are starting to sit out as much as they can in college. Yeah, because Nick Saban ran that man like three four hundred carries a year before he even got when the you NFL have like contract. a six running back room deep in college, you'd be like, yo, you don't got to play this game. It made absolutely no sense, but yeah, I mean. The Chargers bounced back from that horrible week three loss. Justin Herbert looked more like... And to go back what you said about injuries, right? Justin Herbert was shot up with God knows what to be able to play. Well, we know what type of doctor the Chargers are. (laughs) I don't think they left it to him. I don't think they left it to him. But we know... Listen, Justin Herbert out there just damaging whatever the hell was wrong Mm -hmm. with him. and Because he just shot up on anything that he can't... um, That allows him to play. Because he looked much more like himself last week. uh, Throwing the ball up and down the field. So, I expected the Chargers to be a favorite in this game. But I just thought the line would be bigger. uh, Because Vegas has not been high on the Browns so far. But Jacoby Brissett is making them respect Cleveland, something that I did not think that I would ever say. I think that Cleveland's going to win this game. You're taking Cleveland? Ah. I'm taking Cleveland. I just think the running game, because we got to remember, the best way to beat the Chargers is not to let Herbert have the ball. Top. Now, only one only one team has been proven to overcome top. Mm-hmm. And that's been the Dolphins. Boy. <laughs> but... Like I said, they should have beaten the Jets, the Browns. That was a a game of, yeah. like, God. Like, you would say a game like that only happens once every, but there was, like, three games that week that happened like that. That just happened to be the week that. Boy, if they missed the playoffs because of that game. Well, that would suck. (laughs) But, yeah, the whole thing is, I think the running game is, and then isn't your boy out for the season? Which one of my boys? Bosa. He's done for the year? I thought so. I don't know. Wow. What do you I know they have been... Or is it the 49ers when I always get them confused? They, But the Chargers, even if Bosa's not out for the year, the Chargers have been going through a whole lot of injury shit. Though. Like, Herbert was the big one. But losing Rashawn Slater, I think that's something that the average fan will not realize how big of a deal it is. I yeah. know Justin Herbert knows. A week ago, he's on IR. Damn. So you lose Slater, you lose Bosa. I would say that's two of your top three young mm-hmm. players. He's out for the season, but he's... Injured reserve, so that's what six weeks. That changes their defense completely, and that's not a good look going up against Nick Chubb. No, a, a running, a running team that could run, and don't forget about Kareem Hunt. I think the Browns make this. The Browns mucky up this game. They make this an ugly game. It's not going to be the pretty. Where's the game down. at? It's in Cleveland. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's not Cleveland going. To, it. It's not going to be. Oh, it's a 1 o'clock game, yeah. The pretty offensive spectacle everybody wants to see from Justin Herbert because you know how the NFL machine goes. But also, I think Miles Garrett could have a... Is he is he hurt? Or is he yeah, playing? I think I, I think Miles Garrett's out too. I Remember, think a lot of these players... Accident. Yeah, a lot of these players are... Like, 
That's why I think the running game is going to be so important. Just hold the ball away from the you've, Chargers. You've convinced me, John. I think, I'm but I, but I think the the Browns are going to win this game because, like you said, Jacoby. You can't say anything bad about him right now. I'm, I think I'm going Cleveland on this one too. Game number two, uh, it's on the four o'clock slate. You have Cooper Rush and his Dallas Cowboys on the road, headed to LA to face the LA Rams. Rams favored by five points at home. Now Cooper Rush ain't getting the respect that Jacoby Brissett is getting. Rams favored by five. Rams did not look good Monday, boy. They Monday night they looked bad, and granted. The 49ers always get them. Like mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan. I don't even think the Rams have ever beaten Jimmy Garoppolo. Boy, Jimmy G came back. Kyle Shanahan just got away to just always beat the Rams. And the Rams look bad because they are so one-dimensional. And I think, like, when Odell was there, that offense looked completely different. Oh, yeah. And now it's just throw the Cooper Cup 17 times and hope for the best because you get nothing in that run game. They don't have one with Cam Akers. No, but... I don't see the Rams losing this game. Like, I watched. I was in San Francisco while they played. So, you know. I, I, great, I was there moment. Yeah, yeah. And it's season. so funny because I'm in the bar. So, I have the red eye that night. And I go out with Lauren to the bar around the corner. And literally, there's a guy in there brings his own potato chips. <laughs> he just brings chips to a bar. He just brought potato chips. And he sat in the corner. And he's like, come on, Debo. Come on, Debo. Get his ass! Get his ass! And it's just like... What kind of chips were these? They look like they were like sour cream and onion layers. No, I mean, like, so like regular layers? Cause yeah, like potato chips. There would have been like an argument for if it, if these were like some artisan chips that no, you couldn't get just, just anywhere. No, they're just regular ass chips. There's a, <laughs> there's a supermarket across the street from this bar. Okay, that's funny. So apparently like, yeah, fans started coming in and then it was like, all right, let's get the hell out of here because I just don't want to sit at a bar yeah. watching this because literally it was one guy in the corner... And one guy who's behind us, like, four seats down. And they're, like, talking to each other. And it's like, bro, you know you could just, like, move down and go talk to him. Like, if you want, do whatever. But, yeah, no. San Francisco cut their ass. Like, that was Debo Samuel Debo. destroyed him. But I don't see the Rams playing that bad again. And Co- not against the Cowboys. Cooper Rush, though. Is there something about Cooper no. Rush? <laughs> not, no. not buying any of the Cooper Rush hype. Because Mm-mm. Jerry Jones desperately wants this to well, be a the thing. The Cowboys could put a pile of horse shit. Oh, and they have no, no, no. But I mean, like literal horseshit. Yeah. In as quarterback, and Jerry Jones is going to convince you they, that they have. It's the best quarterback in the world. They are finding ways to win games. Yeah, good for C- them. CD Lamb has has looked better. CD Lamb has looked better. The passing game has looked better. Cooper Rush does enough game management. And it's amazing how... But I think Aaron Donald could go off this game. I do. I think it's amazing how the narratives people build around certain players because one player can be a game manager and it's seen as a negative. And one could Someone be else could be a game manager and it's seen as a positive where this person mm-hmm. should keep a starting job. And it's all based on whether you like the guy or not. That's literally all it is. So people come in with confirmation bias and then they yeah. decide from there. No, I don't think Cooper Rush is the answer. I think Cooper Rush is the type of quarterback that he's like a Scott Mitchell. Yeah. You're going to be able to come into a game and like you say, manage the game and do what you have to do. But long-term sustainability, teams are going to figure it out. The Miami Herald's Greg Cody once wrote an article that Scott Mitchell should be the Dolphins' starting quarterback and they should trade Dan Marino. Yeah, and then when he went to the Lions, what happened to Scott Mitchell? 
Uh, enough said. Who are you picking? I'm going Rams in this one. Yeah. I don't. I, I I don't see them having two back to back losses I, like that. I just don't see it. They're, but they have to find something else other than Cooper Rush. Like, y'all are killing this, man. With Cooper Rush. That Monday night game, they would just talk about Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham. It's just like, Odell Beckham here and Markford with his baby. Yeah. Like, he, he ain't coming he to save y'all. He working out. He is very far away from an NFL return. So he ain't coming to save anybody. Like, you got to remember, he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Literally the last game of the year. Yeah. So don't expect him to get back here anytime soon. So we're both going rounds in this one. This is a game that I think has game of the week potential. I like this one, our third game. Also on the 4 o'clock slate, you got the last undefeated team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Eagles favored by five points. Ooh. The Eagles one of my favorite teams it's right gonna now. It's going to be tough for me, two black quarterbacks. God mm, damn. Pretty easy. But <laughs> the Eagles, to me, are one of the, like, it's the most interesting team in the league, right? Because everyone's on Jalen Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, Jalen Hurts is doing great. They built a really good team around Exactly. Him, which so makes sense. Nobody is upset that they went on and got wide receivers. They went on and got offensive line. They went out and tried to get running backs to build a team around this guy. It's the number one way to build a championship team in the NFL. You have a quarterback on the cheap. If you could get them that quarterback to produce right away, and yeah. I ain't even saying be great. Think of Ben Roethlisberger early in his career with the Steelers. Russell Wilson early in his career with, with the Seahawks. Shit, Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. Get the young quarterback who's cheap, and you could spend money on Everything yep. else. So they're building this team perfectly for his style of football, right? Yep. And he's taking advantage of it. From what everyone thought was literally a quarterback who has the tools, but is a game manager, is now showing he is an NFL quarterback. You get him someone like A.J. Brown, and he already had Devonta Smith. And then, oh, my goodness. And Jordan Davis has been – Jordan Davis has been as good as advertised. Yeah. Like, you know, he was a freak coming out of Georgia, and he went to an already good defense and has looked like a freak. So, Philadelphia looks like a monster. But – Go. Go. They got to lose at some point, John. Yes. Like, they got to lose Not at some right point. Not right now. I really wish, like, I was trying to prepare all my reasonings behind why I would pick Arizona, and I was really hoping this was the week DeAndre Hopkins was coming back. No. So I could say it's about to make a difference. But Let he me tell six you what Kyler Murray could be doing plenty this game. Running around. Boy, plenty running around. That might work. It might work, though. It, no, no, no. I, when I was saying that, I, I, I pictured the two-point conversion in my head and say, wait, that might be the only way to do it. This is how, listen, we, we know how upsets happen. Upsets happen from this real unpredictable shit where you can't figure out why this is working. But I just think the Eagles are just clicking. like yeah, they li- and, and this is the problem about football. They look like what people want Buffalo to be. Yeah, but not only that. They look like what people want their team to look like in weeks 15, 16, 17. Yeah. The problem is, will they be able to maintain this? And, and I don't want it to happen, but you always got to bring it up. Will injuries occur? And that's the biggest and, and thing about football. That, because one injury to that team could cause it to, to fall apart. But right now, the Eagles are going to be 5-0. and They're going to keep the streak going. Arizona got no chance whatsoever. It's basketball season in, in Arizona now. And they ain't going to care about that football team. 
So Arizona, just like Kentucky, then we get really into football season until basketball, <laughs> until basketball starts. Well, I just think that because homeboy got to sell the team, that everyone's... Which is probably going to, from what I've seen, Jeff Bezos is the leader. Yeah, him. so I really feel that that's taking all the... Yeah. And then the Suns just lost to uh, an Australian team. The Adelaide 36ers. Fantastic. Well, they they then they Yo, went to beat no, the no. Lakers, did you watch the highlights for that game? Yeah, yeah, I did. Because literally, I'm watching the highlights, and it's like, but you know how much three pointers they hit? I was just about to say what the Adelaide 36ers did, and what we always see every March. Kyler Murray can be that. Yeah, no, Kyler Murray can be that, but he ain't gonna be that this week. I'm picking the Cardinals. Okay, I'm picking the Cardinals. I I'm taking Kyler Murray in the upset. This is the week where uh, the old Dolphins get to do their annoying thing and pop their champagne that everyone hates and is tired of. But it's going to happen this week. Last undefeated team in the NFL falls because Kyler Murray works some magic. He ain't playing Call of Duty this week, just to let y'all know. He's studying? Kyler Murray's studying all of it. Mm. All right. Game number four on our schedule. We are going to go to the affirmate. No, we did well, we kind of talked about DK Metcalf, but not in a real way. Game number four, I want to go back to the one o'clock slate. You got the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith, who was turning into Gino! the best quarterback in the NFL. Seattle Seahawks on the road facing the New Orleans Saints. Do not know who the starter is going to be at quarterback for the Saints yet. Will Andy Dalton still be in there or will Jameis Winston be back? But uh, whoever it is, Saints getting five and a half points at home. People still don't believe in Gino. No, and I think that uh, the Saints don't. I don't know. They're such a confusing team. You watch them. You know why they're confusing? Because they ain't got no quarterback. That defense is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like that defense is elite good. I don't know what the hell is going to happen on the offensive side of the ball. That reminds me of like the Broncos. There's a lot of teams that you look at that aren't that good, but. I'm going to go with the Seahawks in this game, just based on the wow, fact. Wow, big upset. Five and a half point underdogs. Yeah, just for the fact that Gino's been playing really well. The like, numbers he put like, up last week was insane. Yeah, like, sure, he had a bad game, but he's had good games. And he's been consistent. Like, You know the funny thing? Has completely outplayed Russell Wilson. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. by far. So, I think, like, I just... The, the Saints had that loss last week in London, right? That was playing in London? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that field the goal. Game. When it went doink-doink and they missed the, the field goal. But Double doink. I just I just think that that that's a long flight. That's a lot to deal with going to Europe. I remember a lot of teams like to put their bye week during, yeah. during that London game yeah. to be able to recuperate or whatever. I just see Geno Smith coming out and he's going to have like a five-touchdown game. He's going to throw for 265 and five touchdowns. And you're going to be like, what the hell? I think that Saints defense is going to be tough. I don't know how Gino's going to respond to that Saints defense because I think it's very good. I think the Saints do enough. Good offense always beats good defenses. Does it though? Yeah. I think the Saints do enough to To win this game. You're just all in on the Saints because of Jameis. I do like I do, but I don't even know if Jameis is playing though. I was surprised they actually looked that good with Andy Dalton. Well, Andy Dalton is, is okay. Cooper Rush is an Andy Dalton. Yeah, no, I I actually can buy Andy Dalton winning you games in this league as your backup quarterback because I've seen him take teams to the playoffs a lot and lose as in a the starter. Playoffs yeah, a lot. he's lost, but I mean, I've seen him be a good starter in this league 
for what at least a decade or so. Mm-hmm. So like that, I get. I don't get the Cooper Rush stuff. But uh, for game five, I don't even. Do they not have odds on the game that I wanted to go with? But anyway, I know that we'll game- make our own odds. <laughs> All right. So the Mon- Monday night game, uh, Chiefs and Raiders. <laughs> that's the one I want. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably who's the home team. Uh, the Raiders. All right. So I'm gonna say they're probably gonna have the Chiefs at eight and a half. Wow. You think it's gonna be that high? Um. Yeah. They're gonna blow the doors off the Raiders. Raiders got their first win. We got to see. Hold on. I'm going to see if someone else has the lines for this. So do some. Oh, Phil, do show. Yeah, so the Raiders got their first win. This is an offense that everyone expected to be good, right? So just based off that alone, you add Devontae Adams to this. He has that connection with David Carr. Jacobs. All right, so kickoff is set. This is from CBS. Kickoff in in Las Vegas set for 820. Chiefs are seven and a half points. Damn, you was almost spot on with that. Yeah. So it makes sense though. You yeah. know why? Because Kansas City just scared the shit out of everybody in that Tampa Bay game. Mm-hmm. Because by most of the metrics, have the Bucks is one of the best defenses in the league. So yeah, Chiefs is seven and a half points over under fifty six points. Money line minus three fifty five. Vegas is two ninety five. Patrick Mahomes ranks second in NFL passer rating at one hundred fifteen point nine. I'm going Chiefs heavy in this one. I mean, no, but the Raiders always, you know, like how you always like to talk about rivalry games and sometimes all of that shit don't matter. The Raiders. Raiders What did I tell you about Derek Carr earlier this year? You never believed in Derek Carr. You really, you really do not believe in Derek Carr at all. But he got Devontae Adams. What that got to do with one and three, though? He has Darren Waller. And he won in three. Yeah, they look bad. They look terrible. I really thought it was going to shake off everything that was happening in their franchise the last two years. But How are they in Vegas now? That's worse. You think Vegas is getting to them? Of course. Gals, I saw a video, I saw gambling, a video the other alcohol. day, by the way, of Henry Ruggs like, doing footwork drills, and I did not know that he was not in prison. That was wild as the hell Raiders. to me. I was like, what? But yeah, I think we're all going... No, I, th- I think they blow them away, too. I think the Chiefs cover. And that's why my 8.5 doesn't seem so stupid. If if Vegas has them at 7.5 and, and I put them at 8.5. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like kind of two scores. At least 10 points. We should, talk some, we should talk some random football stuff. And by that, I mean what the hell happens with the Bucks next. I didn't pick the Bucks as one of our five games, but our lock should be that Brady's throwing foot. Okay, here's the thing, right? Brady is going to... There's two... One of... There's only one of two ways this can go. Brady's going to lock in and become the Brady we expect again. And this week he may throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns because there's nothing he loves more than a point to prove. Mm-hmm. Or, or. This divorce pity thing. Or it's going, he's going to he's fall. Dropping off the cliff. Yeah, he's going to he fall. He might drop off the cliff. It. But I really feel that the divorce thing that now that like, they've hired lawyers, he's going to be like, y'all think I care about this? That's what you're worried about, and he's gonna throw his five touchdowns. Because it's 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 been happening. It's Are they just saying now, the Falcons? I think they have the Falcons. It's now official. People are talking about it, but it's been happening. There are reports now that. You <laughs> what know, did you see? It's like he moved to Florida, and yeah, he's changed it. Well, he does it's Florida. I will say this though. We saw Tom Brady win six Super Bowls before he got that one with the Bucks. I never seen him celebrate like he did after that. Boy, 
That's that's a boat. Yeah, y'all talk see, about boats. I never see what happens when you go on a boat. Gals like boats. Not only gals, Tom Brady like boats. Giselle don't like boats. No, maybe she she don't like what's happening in Florida for real. I think that could be what it is. Because them Florida gals different than them New England gals. He can't he can't be hanging them New England gals. You know you got to bundle up half the year because it's cold. Florida gals always got their titties out. I believe it's Leonard Fournette's fault. He can't hang up with Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is a wild boy. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so. Mm. I'm, ve- I'm very interested to see how, how this plays out. And you know, the funny thing is, like, how long Cole Beasley was there? Like, a week? Maybe? Cole Beasley already announced his retirement after they just signed him maybe two weeks ago. And the reason he gave was, this is, you cannot write this. The reason he gave was, he wanted to completely commit himself to his family and spend more time with his family. How well do you think that went over with Brady? But <laughs> you freaking stupid. I, I, I just wish I could be a part of that conversation with Brady seeing that shit. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, you I don't understand. Family. Like, I only have like a couple years left. Brady's but, like, my family is my Super Bowl and, rings. There's uh, yeah. seven of them. And I'm going to go with this. And people got to understand the life of an athlete. You have a shelf life. Tom Brady really believes he still has something in it to play. You need a supportive wife. You can't have a wife saying, oh, you can't be playing this. You, you can model forever. You can't play football forever. I don't know if you can model forever, John. She can model longer. It's a question. I, boy, I don't know. I think, I think the football shelf life supersedes the model life. New gals coming out every day, bro. Yeah, but this just sell. Fair. I just talk about just. I ain't talking about like everyone. This but, Brady, but this exactly this Brady. So let him play out his career as long as he can. Can I do something that I've very rarely ever done and argue on behalf of Gals? Tom, you said you were gonna be done with this. You are now on your third Hall of Fame career because he's already had two Hall of Fame careers, right? I think it's safe to say he's now on his third one. You said you was going to be done with this a while ago. You ain't got nothing else left to prove. You went, you left New England and won the Super Bowl without Belichick. There's literally no reason to come back. You make the power play to go to Miami to get into ownership. That didn't work out. Because clearly it seems like he was going to be done with it anyway if the Miami thing worked out, right? Because mm-hmm. he was about to ride off into the sunset. There's no way he planned on playing for the Dolphins for a long time. That was his way to get into ownership. But then you go back on it, and then you go back to playing. And hey, Tom, you do what you gotta do. <laughs> Don't listen to what he's saying. Here's my question: There ain't no questions. Do no. you think this is all Adam Schefter's fault because he messed up the retirement announcement? He went, he went, and he said that shit before Brady wanted anything out. Did Adam Schefter ruin this? Because at the time we did the podcast, we thought Tom came back because of spite. No, he still came back because of spite. Let's be real. Yeah, because if someone did that with me, I was gonna say, but you was wrong though. So he did all this to control the narrative, but we, meanwhile, Giselle is like, I want you home. And Tom is like, nah. Mm-mm. He don't want to be home. That nigga don't like home. If Cardo was right here right yeah. now, Cardo would give us the whole explanation. The man don't like home. The man don't like home. He has already laid, his, I said he laid his legacy down in the NFL. He did. He laid his legacy cemented with his churn because he all he do is bigger models and he went from movie actress. He went from a, yeah, an actress to a model. Where's the Where's Tom going from here, boy? He going to Asgard or something? He just married to football for the rest <laughs> of his life. 
I really think that when Tom does retire, they need to do the Wayne Gretzky and just put him in the Hall of Fame that year. But do not wait. This is the crazy thing, right? Okay, which one of these you think tripped out more? Was it coming back to play or the fact that he already has the con- the ten year contract to go to the broadcasting booth immediately when he stops playing? Because that could be it too. I think it's when he went on the boat <laughs> at the Super Bowl championship and said, "Hold on a second, Tom. You don't even do this in the Bahamas. What's going on?" No, because see, he's be with her in the Bahamas. That's exactly he's be with her at Baker's Bay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think all that you're saying has nothing to do with it. It's when they saw that video of him coming off the boat. That was the realest Tom Brady was ever in It was the life. realest Tom Brady. Do you think... I did not expect us to get this deep into the Brady stuff. I'm sorry. I just find it very fascinating. Do you think that uh, he still has to take Wednesdays off now? Because I thought... Bro, he the, needs to take Mondays and Wednesdays off. Because the Wednesday off thing wasn't the whole part of the deal was... Oh, maybe that's just the day he has the kids or something. Now, I mean, I wouldn't... That's a whole different thing with joint custody and like them kids straight mother sex. I mean, they ain't got no problems. Ain't worry about nothing. Of course, (laughs) each one of them having a boat. Are you kidding me? Several boats. It's Tom Brady's kids. All right, I think that's it for this week.